0: I would have never, ever, ever thought that my military time would be so cherished at this stage of my life. I'm, I feel so much honor, man. You know what I mean? I do feel that glory. You know, I feel that sense of pride that, you know, I I spent that time. I do, man. I feel, you know, like man it's amazing that i carry that label you know wow man it's it's kind of weird because you know i come from a time where uh, you know if your race mattered it mattered and it mattered because you know why would you know an african-american you know, voluntarily serve depending on the situation because we were kind of been treated pretty badly, you know, in certain realms of life, you know. And it's, um, it's kind of a cash 22 thing, you know. You're proud of where you're from, you know. You, you know, really uh, feel some type of way about being you know part of a cl- country a free nation um yet you know there are all kinds of stigmas you know they are, and even when I got in, the first thing i was you know I was introduced to were stories, yes. stories of things that you know limitations African Americans had you know had just been um Villages that had just been awarded, you know, not only um, a few years ago, limited to certain, um, you know, areas that they could, um, categories of extra, I mean, certain particular areas that they can uh, perform in. It wasn't just a widespread thing. You pick what you want. You know, it wasn't always that. And so, I felt some type of way about it. I did. I really did. But, you know, and it was no, no, but. There's no, but. I felt some type of way about it. And, um, I carried that with me in the initial stages, you know, of, you know, being active, you know, on my ship and everything. And, um, it was kind of, interesting that I remember having a conversation with uh, a young lady and her race I will not disclose but I found it very surprising that you know she felt like because of that history that you know we were or should be allowed to come at us any kind of way and I, I, I found that interesting you know because um, She herself Was part of another Minority race so I didn't understand Where she was coming from with that But you know everybody Has their background so no Judgment on me I, I don't believe In judging but I found it Interesting I say All that to say this: that You know As I sit here Right here now I'm very very proud that I got to you know serve, I am I'm proud of each and every second, each and every moment, and it was a weird thing you know everybody has what led them to go in well, my thing was someone a friend of mine. he was my best friend at the time, he asked me to come in on what had they called the buddy system. He needed someone to go in with him. And uh, under the buddy system, and there's some kind of benefits that I guess I don't know what it was, but he was kind of adamant about it. And he asked me, "Well, I was young, and you know, married. I already had, you know, uh, two kids. And the thing is that, you know, I did talk to my young wife. You know, I was, you know, barely a teen. i mean, still a teenager, you know, practically, and." um, just came out of teenager, if anything, I may have been, you know, 19, 20, 21, somewhere in that area, and so when he asked me, I talked to her about it, you know, and told her I was thinking about going and do this thing, you know, and see that, really, to be honest with you, that really go to loyalty, that's that loyalty thing, me loyal to a fault, and You know, it wasn't I was willing to sacrifice my family. It was just more of a situation of he needed me. I didn't want to let him down. And, you know, we're only going to be gone for a period of time. Then we were going to, you know, be back home, you know, and then just serve part-time. And so she, she, you know, consented and went in. Interesting thing about when I when we got in is that um, the first thing they, they tell you, we own you now. We own you now. We get in and uh, uh, get to our base and everything. Had the most heck heck of a unit, man. I mean, amazing. Had this uh, one guy, I man. He had a uh, of African descent coolest guy I ever met in my life. He had a uh, petty officer dirty. And never forget it. Never forget him man. He was so cold that we named our unit after him. The Dirty Dogs. <laughs> and we was proud man. Oh, we were so proud man. And he was that cold. I never met nobody like him before. I really had, he had a certain walk, very distinctive walk. It wasn't nothing he practiced on. That's just how he, he was just that distinguished. You couldn't miss him, couldn't miss him. And he was young himself, you know, but man, what a heck of a guy. Now, his cold uh, person that that was with him, you know, was a Caucasian gentleman. He was kind of, you know, he was pr- pretty cool himself, man. He had his own style, though, you know what I mean? Two opposite, two polar opposites, man. Very cool guys, though. Trust me, very cool guys. Just th- different personalities, you know. You got this super, super cool, just, man, giant. And then you had this other guy who's, uh, I was, I would say outspoken. You know, that would be my term I would use. So, we get in there, man. And we have our first, you know, gathering, meeting, everything. And he tells us about how, you know, we're going to, some of us are going to want to go, you know, go back home. You know, want to, uh, you know, unenlist and try to, you know, get out and go back home before they finish their, you know, the, the boot camp. And true to form, he was right. And what he told us is that what we're going to discover is when you get back home, if you decide to do that and just, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process. You can't just walk out. It ain't that simple. You know what I'm saying? No, you just get out. It ain't, it's not that simple at all. And, uh, but anyway, thing he was telling us is when you get back home, what you're going to find is that everything is just the way you left it. Same reason why you left they're gonna people are gonna be sitting on the same corner. You know, it's gonna be the same scenarios, everybody's gonna be in the same place they were when you left. And you're gonna be thinking to yourself, you know, that you want that different thing that you set set out for in the first place, and just because you got homesick, you gave up that opportunity. And it was, I mean, it was, he was just, it was very enlightening, it really was, it made you think. Now, in that course of time, he was observing, keeping up with us, we went our free time, you know, to learn how to shine shoes, do our beds, our social interaction and whatnot. And to my surprise, he called me into office, called me into the office uh, within a matter of days. And he said, look, I want you to lead this squad. It shocked me a little bit, really. You know, it kind of caught me off guard, man. And uh, I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. You know, and he said, man, he said something about you. I want you to lead, lead this unit. And the problem I had was, again, loyal to a fault I did not want to be bossing my friend around. I had a problem with that. And I told him. I told him. And he could see I was committed to that. And he respected it. He didn't agree with it, but he respected it. And he said, well, I tell you what, I need you in some type of leadership form. What if I, you know, give you your own section?" And then make your friend a section leader as well. You know, would that satisfy you? And would you you do that if I did that? And I said, I agreed to it. I agreed to it. Now, keep in mind, my friend had no idea, you know, that all this was going on. And um, he just looked up and all of a sudden he was a section leader. (laughs) was he really built for that? I really can't say, you know, I will say eventually, you know, my loyalty co- cost me, you know, and we both end up losing our position because he did something and, you know, lost his, and eventually it all tumbled down. And oh, I paid the house the dirt. It was very disappointed. He was disappointed, And it did not change his, he did not waver on the fact that he felt like I could leave that unit He did not waver on that He knew it was this loyalty thing You know that was costing me And it would go on To actually Bear itself out You know throughout my life That loyalty thing would go Come to bear And really cost me It really did And is Some of those prices I've I'm paying for my loyalty, unwavering loyalty, I will have to pay for the rest of my life. And so, the thing about it is I will say this. We, you know, eventually formed some extra bonding friendships with some guys, you know. uh, One particular guy from, uh, from Chicago. So, you know, us not being from, you know, the big city, whatnot, you know, it was interesting to have that dynamic you know you know in our collective and so we would get out man go out and do our you know and, and go get our little drink on or whatever i'm not a drinker but you know i'm hanging with my fellows you know and we had one or two others but it was primarily us three that really was set out and you know due to the club scene we had on base and whatnot had this one time we we'll would never forget it and he'll bring it up to this day you know uh, uh when we were to run into each other and it was was called uh 151 some type of liquor it's pure alcohol pure grain alcohol and it's 151 so we're sitting out some kind of park area somewhere sitting on a bench uh, uh baseball diamond you know we're sitting out there drinking this 151 we're not prepared for the effects it will have on us. And we're just drinking, man. And, oh, man, it led to an adventure. I mean, an amazing, crazy, crazy adventure. That was one wild night. And it was all that 151 that led to it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my best friend, he actually, we were in the restroom, and it was chaos in there, you know. we—we, we, we, it, Trust me, we were gone. And so he was trying to lean on a wall, missed the wall, and went head first into the corner of one of the stalls. Cracked his head open. (laughs) You know, it was weird. But, you know, no, it was no thing where, you know, no ER was needed. He didn't really get these stitches or something to that effect. Um, But it was, you know, definitely some damage, some physical damage. But, no, he didn't complain. He just laughed because that 151 was that strong on us. And so, you know, we never forgot that night. Never forgot that night. It bonded us. And, um... Later on You know We were blessed To be in um, Florida Of all places Where they had these uh, Electrical storms And the thing is you know We had never experienced anything That we're from a place of tornadoes true But we've never been around a place with electrical storms So they would always tell us And the base was oh man You just be out of the blue, out of the blue, an electrical storm could come, and all of a sudden, you know, it's a, literally lightning strikes hitting the concrete everywhere. I mean, out of the blue, and you had to be prepared for it. And everybody had to run, take shelter. And so, you know, thing about the leader of the unit, they have a sword that they carry. That's the thing that sets them apart, right? And that sword is very dangerous. You know, it's a lightning rod. So, and also your flag bearer, he's carrying that flag. That's a lightning rod as well. So, you know, everybody has to scramble, man, to try to get into the buildings as soon as possible when those things come. And people were actually getting struck directly. Uh, one person was standing near a tree, and it hit the tree and came from the tree and hit them. And, uh, man, it was putting people in the hospital. It was very, very... uh, Man, it was was real. It was real. I'd never been exposed to something like that. But the thing about it is that we ended up, you know, coming on home and everything. And later on, I would actually go active. And my friend would actually get out of the military. So... You know, it became. Um, I became a you know full time, full time soldier man. Did my thing, man. You know, it was, uh, I actually was signed to a ship, and uh, I got in. And again, you know, just one of those happenstance things. You know, got to know you know all the guys. You know, a lot of us, man, a lot of us. And it was that time that. In the civilian world that, uh, I, I don't want to use this word, but I'm going to go out and use it, that crack had came out. And it was rampant, you know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, we were in a protected environment, that's what it was called. And, you know, we never really had to go into the civilian world if we really didn't want to. You know, but of course we wanted to. Gotta to go out there and, you know, chase the girls, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, and uh see what the city had and, you know, be part of that city. And it was so many of us that when we went out, it was like, man, we kinda dominated, you know what I mean? And and people knew us, man. They knew us. And yeah, from a huge ship huge mass from a huge ship and it's one of those aircraft carriers where you know planes come to train to go to real war and so they would come land you know train to take off and um it was it was pretty huge and I would you know my job was to uh pull the ship in and also to do watch uh do watch the watches dry the ship you know among other things and so Uh, With that said, eventually, because of the fact that I felt some type of way about the race thing from the previous years, I kind of, you know, uh, I felt some type of way, like I said, and because of the fact that I, you know, actually forced my, you know, how I felt about that it made me become an icon. And, you know, because again, we're in a disciplined environment, and I was very disciplined myself always, so, you know, self-disciplined, but I did feel some type of way, and so because I did speak up about it, you know, people got to know me. And uh, my name became, you know, uh, synonymous, you know, with, um, somebody that you might would consider an activist and so you know i formed a huge reputation and i got man mad respect for that you know what i mean that was not my intention at all I didn't trust and believe and um I, I had to deal with some punishments i had to deal with some punishment man and i you know uh, Got into a little trouble not understanding Certain rules and stuff like that being from my Background I did not understand Certain rules you know as well But you know there was this Underlying thing see You know to my Shipmates that These punishments were common Because of The my force And so You know that just made Me more just really really dug me in and made me more more powerful made me more known you know made me more uh my name just became stronger every time i got punished you know for you know breaking a rule i didn't know existed i didn't know you know because it became it became repetitive you know i had to do you know i uh, I, uh i'm not going to get too deep into it i would just say though that um, it, it really Built my reputation, and so anyway, getting to know my shipmates and my particular chain, right in my immediate area. You know, uh, I had I had guys, you know, that 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 was with me, and I was a leader, and uh, it reminded me of Bull Campbell. <laughs> it's like Petty Officer Dirty knew man, he knew he was right, and kind uh, of also reminded me of my dad as well, you know, so. Uh, I live by certain rules, and I made sure that my guys live by those same rules. That's where the, the drug thing became imperative. And it's a factor because I had a rule that we were not to do get involved in whatever street activity was going on. Not going to be getting into me, obviously, breaking rules, that was no option. And, uh, one or two other things, you know, Some, you know, they had to, you know, they had to contain themselves, because see, you know, there was a lot of us, a lot of different groups running, roaming around the city, you know what I mean, a lot of groups group roaming around the ship, a lot of different groups, you know, they're out doing their own thing, because we lived inside in the civilian world, a lot of us did, you know, uh, and so you know, people were getting caught up in things, and I wanted to make sure my guys did not get caught up in anything. And I gave, man, I made sure, man, that they had every night was an adventure, free of all of the adult the extras. You know, wasn't, we wasn't getting caught up in nothing. But man, they had. I made sure they had the ultimate experience every night. <laughs> Every night We didn't miss one Didn't miss one And uh, because I was able to provide that You know It just solidified You know my position And they would follow me to the morning back And I would do the same with them Man, my loyalty again My loyalty is uh, unwavering And uh, but one thing about it Nobody really could touch me it was just I didn't have to say anything. It was situations where if somebody even said something bad about me, with me not even being in the room, if that would is not that likely to happen to be honest with you, but if just to show you the level of how crazy things had gotten it, it would will, it will be some consequences. And one time we went out to sea and uh I had loaned a guy my car. You know, I'm a civilian. You know, he was he was a shipmate. He took it upon himself to keep my car overnight. And now I was livid. I was almost late getting to, you know, to muster, which is how we meet up. You know, you can't be a minute late. And uh, if it wasn't for the fact that my, my boys came through to make sure that I got there on time, it wasn't for that would have I would have I would've been late for muster, he was late for muster, pulling up in my car. I'm watching him pull up in my car and the thing is, I was living, I was living, man, you know, and when muster was over, I went out there got my key, got my car, checked my car, and everything and then uh my guys, I already knew what had happened. well, we were set to go out to see. Him. At that point in time We go out to sea And because he did that You know My guys were huge I cannot Begin to describe They could be linebackers I mean huge Huge man And uh my one guy And then the other guy was short And he was huge as well And uh man But the, my, my big guy man You know oh man, he, he, he was known, nobody would mess with him, nobody would touch him, and, uh, happened to be, you know, uh, one of my best friends, and so, we got out to see, we in the barracks, man, you know, and he wanted to let him, he was mad about that car thing, he was mad about it, man, and, uh, he started off lightly just kinda of chipping away at the guy, you know what I mean, putting him down and this that and the other. And know, again, nobody gonna touch him. Nobody gonna touch him, plus that, you know, it he got all us, so like nobody gonna touch him anyway, but he didn't need us. <laughs> he was that big. And so uh the thing is, man, he ended up uh getting a little getting a little physical. Got a little physical, man. Got a little physical man in front of everybody too. Put and must put some stuff in his must some stuff in his face and everything. He really embarrassed him. He embarrassed him, man. He hurt him bad. He hurt him bad man and uh he was really upset about that 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 car thing. He didn't like that. That that was a you know, and that's when I knew, you know, that I was gonna have to make sure that I you know, try to make sure that um Certain things did not get to certain levels because I knew how far I could go. I, 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 it was my, it was my time to really understand, and that wasn't the biggest understanding I had to have. You know, I'm, I could tell you a story, man, that you know that really would just really just let, let really solidify to how big you know my name had gotten, and. um I'm not gonna tell that story But it's It's amazing You know They had uh, It was a situation Where They was having to Avoid You know A whole riot You know (laughs) Because They felt like You know They was coming at me wrong And They had to hurry up And get me up out of there man And It was crazy man It was crazy Anyway uh, I'm not gonna get into that For For just various reasons, man. But it's an it is it's an amazing story, it really is. And I would have never known that when I walked up on that vessel that you know I would become that big. But that was not the thing that about the serving thing. What makes me feel so proud? What made me feel so proud was, you know. When I finally uh, In the city that I Was living in here uh, For uh, the last Quite a few years here I seen nothing but Veterans Veterans everywhere I went I never seen so many Veterans in my life And it was a certain Camaraderie you know Certain sense of pride And it's like It didn't matter your background And, you know, there was a certain aura in the air because of some political things going on. But that veteran thing, right, changed that. Whenever it became known that I was a veteran, it just changed everything. You know, I had a different aura. And, you know, getting to know me in person and stuff like that, that carried his own weight, you know, uh, by the grace of God. But that veteran thing, man, was really, really huge. And it made me feel so good. And I got a chance to talk to some veterans and, you know, really have it. Um, Talk to them about certain things. And, you know, where it was one couple and the wife was like, you know, would you talk to him? He just don't feel like what he did was good enough. And, man, amazing story, his background, and things he did, you know. Now, um, he, you know, uh, served many years prior to me. And he was, you know, in that time, man, where, you know, it was just a different time frame. And the stuff he did was, was pretty amazing, pretty amazing. But he felt like it wasn't good enough. And I always felt the same way. I would never wear that hat. I feel like I didn't earn it, you know, because, not earn it, but I feel like I deserved to wear the hat because, to me, it was like, okay, well, you had to be Vietnam. You had to literally held a gun in Iraq. You had to literally do this and literally do that. And so I felt like, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I hadn't got to that level. You know, I did all, we did the training, going out to sea, we did all the stuff. We did the full, th- th- I thing. not think, yeah, went to, even went to Cuba. To Cuba, uh, I, I did, you know, serve uh, in uh, Japan, went to Japan, uh, and uh, went, you know, I, I, I was, I did some places, did some things, you know, but I did feel that same way. And so, I was able to talk to him from that standpoint, and we had a long talk, man. And time it was over with man, his his attitude had changed. He really understood what he had done was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And um it changed everything and his wife was very proud she said it'd been affecting the relationship for, you know, twenty, thirty years. And um you know, now she felt like she had her husband back. So it was just an honor, man. I, I look back now and I'm so proud of the time I served. And, you know, I'm proud of everything about it. I really am just everything about it. And oh, I can't. Uh, I had had an a initial injury, you know, and um, it did not. I really should have gotten out on that injury, but uh, because of that thing, right? You know, talking about that reputation, uh, it kind of stopped me from being. It, it kind of, it was not the way it was supposed to be. I would not put that on the military. It was just, uh, uh, just the way things turned out, you know. And later on, you know, they would honor that situation and make that right and so but my point being is that I want to go back to my ship and I want to go back to that particular spot specifically I found my ship found it and I can't wait to get to it man I'm so looking forward to it I want to I want to climb those stairs man where I remember where that injury happened I remember man I I can't forget I never forget it I did not know That it was a back injury I didn't know that I just knew my leg went numb And I never forget I just want to see where it was And I want to go Climb those stairs again I don't you know Know if I could do it now With this new thing But I would uh I would love to I want to at least see it I want to see that I remember specifically And uh it was daytime It was daytime And um you know, we really wasn't on duty per se. Y'all always on duty, but we wasn't on duty per se uh, when that when it happened. It was a uh, weekday, and uh, yeah, I was climbing up, man. I, I just, bop, bop, it was in a blink. You just felt it, bop. And uh, I just want to go back and see it. I want to. I wanted to. I really want to physically climb up those stairs successfully. And walk get through that portal, That's a portal that leads you into some barracks. And uh so I'm wanna do that. I wanna go back to, you know, some of the areas of the ship, you know, that uh me and my friends was, you know, slept in and would laugh and steal trade stores and what you gonna be doing man when we get in and all this different things, <laughs> You know, in the front part, man, where the, you know, the lines were, man. And, you know, we had to have our meetings and stuff like that and do our duties and stuff like that, you know. Uh, I, I, uh, and I just want to see it, man. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait, man. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that time, man. I really, really do, man. And I'm so honored that I had that honor you know to be a part of something so magnificent i really am i really am anyway it's your boy the myth signing off man i'm gonna holler at you guys later on man and uh you know hey man that god bless america thing i'm aiii I, i'm 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 feeling that that was that was right on man that was some right on stuff man it was man and You know, um, just a happenstance thing in life that came about. And um, I feel blessed that I had that opportunity. I really do. Talk to you guys later.